This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode from For Tech Sake, where myself and Jenny are going to discuss some of the highlights and lowlights of this year in tech news. It's like our own awards. Yeah, it is. We have we do have some awards to hand out. We do. And <laughs> um, some fun title awards. Much like NFTs, they're not real. <laughs> yeah, no, no one's actually receiving anything. <laughs> um, but we'll start we'll start with the good stuff. What was the best tech or tech news of the year for you, Jenny? I mean, my favourite is, I was very happy about it. First of all, it depends on what you consider best. Right. Because genuine best, like, yay for that. Good news. Yeah. Uh, is the airsoft? Yeah, launch. that's mine that's as my, well. That, but best news is sometimes like juiciest news. Oh, juicy so, gossip. Yeah. So uh, the whole, the whole Sam Altman weekend was. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Yeah. Oh man, I was just like, I'm gonna be so busy next week. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I was just like, I was just, I just enjoyed the ride of it. Like <laughs> I just, just like. So what happened was, um. On Friday it happened and I was like, Ugh. and I was like, oh, so much will happen because something else, we've talked about this before, something related to Elon Musk happened on a Friday and you were like, don't worry, a whole weekend will happen and then you'll get to be on Monday. Here's what happened over the weekend. So I thought the same thing about Sam Altman. Oh my God, I had no idea just how much, how many hours existed in a weekend and how much news could happen. How so, many CEOs can be appointed in one weekend? Yeah, so from that point, like I, like that was a real... That was a real wild ride, yeah. I have to say. That was that like that oh, it's not yeah. good news. No, no, like, no. Best best can be interpretable. Yeah. You know? So I, like person I, of the year is open to interpretation. That's very <laughs> true, actually. Yeah. So I would consider that. Yeah. I'll give you the airsat, the genuine, because Yeah, I just couldn't think of anything to surpass that. I know it's very fresh in mind because it just happened. Ireland's first satellite gone into orbit in the last week. Uh, but it's just cool. I'm so proud of the team. Yeah. An Irish team doing great work. First try. So happy for them. So yeah. yeah, it's hard not to be jubilant about that one. Yeah. Good for them. Then is the bad. Worst tech or tech news of the year. I have a couple of suggestions. Would you believe? Actually, no, I have more suggestions for our next award, I think. But this one, uh, there were many, many contenders, but I'll tell you what I landed on. You tell me because I actually, there's there's so much that I actually am blank at the moment. I'm like, okay. oh, all of that's it. My, my, first, my first note was all of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all terrible. We're very negative. Um, but then I, I, I remembered one particular moment and I, I, I had to double check it was this year because again, the start of this year is so long away from us now, but was this year. Mm -hmm. The unveiling of... Oh my God, are you going to say what I just thought of? Optimus. Oh no, it wasn't that. Oh my well, God. It sounds That's like you've amazing. got another one. But Optimus was Tesla's humanoid robot unveiled at a big Tesla event. And what was it, Jenny? It was a man in a suit. <laughs> it was a man in a suit. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, like that's kind of the best for me as well because it made me laugh so much. But it's like the absolute gall of pretending that this is anything. Well, this that is makes the it thing, the worst. Really. Yeah, this, this is, is what we're saying. It's all spin and it's all marketing. A lot of this stuff, but it's also all it's a man in a suit. <laughs> but it, this is this is where the best worst comes in because yeah. you're like, well, this was a joy for us. So there's that. So what was your one? Well, 
I'm going to pause for a minute to say something that I'm pretty sure was last year, but the man in the suit made me think of um, the metaverse with no legs, which I'm pretty sure was last year. They got legs! Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a lot of fun. But what I just checked happened this year was the, the Google AI barred blunder. Oh, that, yeah. that happened this year. That happened in February. So it was just... So embarrassing. It was great because it was... They were... I mean, I say they were so late, but they weren't. It's only a couple of months. But like a couple of months, as we've learned, is a lot in the world of tech. Yeah. And um, look at what happens in a weekend. Um, <laughs> so like Google were kind of a good bit behind in the big scheme of things with the AI model and, and OpenAI were out the gate with ChatGPT and that happened like basically last year. So like you were like, oh God, Google and Bard and it's coming, it's coming. And we've been working on it for ages and we were working on it first and it's coming and it's here. And they made a mistake about the answer it's like it can answer factual questions got one wrong <laughs> like yeah. live and in the demo this is in their promo yeah oh, yeah no. oh also no I'm going to save that for another question I just realised yeah. what because this is the thing with the Bard stuff it's really funny and I don't want to just rag on Google all the AIs are prone to mistakes um, but they just keep making missteps in the marketing of it in that like they also sent out a promo when I think Bard was updated or no it, it was properly released in the EU mm-hmm. finally and they were like so you can do this and this and this and one of the suggestions was you can plan a road trip around Ireland so I put that query into Bard and my god <laughs> I wouldn't advise following that road trip oh. <laughs> Where did it send you? <laughs> well, it was just like, it just really seemed to underestimate the distance and the capacity you would have after driving said distance to do activities. And they crunched a lot of things together in a timeline. Like you would be exhausted. Uh, I just really wouldn't recommend yeah. it. Like uh, they, I think they assumed that driving in Ireland was a lot more simple and clear cut than it actually tends to be IRL, yeah. which is really funny. Well, it's worth remembering that again, they are just putting one word after another. That is what these After all. things are doing. They're not actually speaking to you or having any cognitive thoughts whatsoever. Yeah. Speaking of chatbots, <laughs> our awards. <laughs> the most tech for tech's sake award. I panicked and thought I didn't have one, but I do. Right. It's it's the it's the robots. It's the it's the robot people from the UN conference. Oh, <laughs> Specifically the nurse, just to be fair, because there's some like incredible technology that would have gone into building these things and blah, blah, blah. But just because it's like incredible tech doesn't mean it's for nothing. So a nurse that's walking on two feet. it's the difference between the advertising and the actual tech and its practicality. Like those robots are a great advertisement for a company and its technology because they do catch attention when you have this like lifelike robot. They are functionally useless. (laughs) So that is tech for tech's sake, especially the one dressed as... A nurse. In the scrubs. Which I enjoy so much because I'm like, I get the point, but also I'm like, why does she, she didn't have to be in scrubs. She's yeah. not a real person. She's not a nurse. Like, And as roboticist Neve Donnelly pointed out to us, like the fact that she even has legs is stupid. Like, she needs she to be, be on wheels. wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Hospitals are designed for wheels. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Makes sense. That's my, that's um, my award for tech for tech. I don't know if you came across this one. This is bonkers this is one of those stories where I sent it to my friend and was like go home science you're drunk oh um so I have a friend who has type 1 diabetes okay and has to inject insulin um and obviously that's you know not pleasant yep. to have to do uh so there's always innovations trying to be looked into to kind of make that less of a painful process for people with type 1 diabetes uh so this one uh, is this thing called cellular engineering and it's a type of drug delivery system where they're trying to like engineer your cells to deliver the insulin in a way and like there's lots of science behind that that I'm not going to get into right now that I've explained very poorly already because I want to get to the point and the point is that they've engineered the cells to try and release the insulin to the tune to music 
Wait, what? So they are prescribing. <laughs> this is all just like test phases and isn't sure. actually being prescribed. But like in theory, they're prescribing that you listen to We Will Rock You instead of injecting yourself with insulin. But that would be every day. And like, I don't hate that song, but I would hate it if oh I had to God. listen to it every day. To so get my you, medicine. is the idea you listen to the song and it triggers the cellular thing to happen? Yeah, apparently it most faithfully mimicked the rate of insulin release in normal pancreatic beta cells. So they tested other songs. They tested uh, Furelease, you know, a bit of classical. Sure. They, texted, they tested Hotel California, which would be worse than We Will Rock You yeah. if you had to listen to that every single day. That's a miserable song and it is longer than everyone thinks it is. And yeah. when they choose it for karaoke, they're wrong. Yeah. Um, they also tried Billie Jean uh, and some songs that I'm less familiar with. <laughs> so I'm not even going to mention them. But yeah, We Will Rock You came out as the best song to inject yourself self, like self-administer insulin. I don't but how, it's mad how and triggering will that be every, like, every time you hear that really song in that. normal real life where you're like oh it's fucking insulin thing again would that would that accidentally overdose well you? that's what I was wondering about Like, I'm like does the song oh, do it does the song trigger the thing and what yeah. if you just hear that in real life well I did litmus test this idea with my friend and she said exactly what I was thinking she's like if I had to listen to the same song every day for the rest of my life I think I'd go insane but also to psychologically have it attached to an unpleasant thing that you already have to do. Yeah. Like you're well, making well, yourself the, the idea it. is that hopefully it wouldn't be unpleasant if you just had to listen to a song. But I think they're underestimating how many songs have been used as torture devices in the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, imagine if it was Rick Rolled. <laughs> Never gonna give you up. Got a good rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. It could work. So that's my tech for time's sake. That's a God great one. God love them. They're, they're, their intentions are pure. But um, yeah. <laughs> Biggest... Tech in Egypt of the year. Do you know oh, what? We we know who it should be, but do yeah. we even want to give him the credit? Well, see now I wrote him down. Yeah. And I've immediately changed my mind. And based on the exact wording of the award, the biggest tech in Egypt, I'm gonna give that to SBF. Oh. Because I feel like he's an idiot child. <laughs> and like like just he looks like a child, which doesn't help. And he professed his innocence constantly. Yeah. <laughs> while knowing he did a bad thing. Yeah. There's a lot of questions around that about like, is this like the Boris Johnson? You know, the uh, I present an idea of buffoonery so that I get away with a lot. Like there is some questions. Well, he did not. <laughs> that, yeah, he did not get away with it. <laughs> but there are some questions on Sam. Yeah. Sam Bankman Freud. Fraud. Oh my God, I'm getting his name. It's happening. <laughs> it's working. I'm somewhere in between now. Sam Bankman Freed. Freed. Uh, it is like, was he just like innocent and naive and, and didn't really know how to run a company or something like that? And probably true. But what is he just saying that now? Because he was I, being I, malicious. I'm confident that he definitely knew what he was doing, but I think he was innocent and naive in the... Probably thought I, he was going to get away with it. I didn't I'm, think I'd get caught. I'm a white guy entrepreneur. And what? I didn't think it would. it's that bad. Like, I'm just, yeah. it's fine. I think he was naive in his criminality, but I think he knew <laughs> the criminality. I think he knew he was doing crime. <laughs> and I think this memory escapes me. And again, was this like end of last year or the start of this year? What is time? But like the stuff that came out when all that, that shit happened. Yeah. And like, I yeah, think it was late last year when the shit started hitting the fan and it was this year was when the investigation when, started like, revealing things. It came out about the WhatsApp group that they kind of had or not WhatsApp, oh, I think but that like was this year. Signal or whatever that they were on where like they were they were doing crime. <laughs> they were openly talking about committing wire fraud, <laughs> yeah. I believe. <laughs> yeah. So that's where the yes. tech in Egypt bit comes in. I'm like, guys. Right. That's a really good choice. Do crime better. <laughs> My nominee was the Ape Fest organizers. Yes. 
stop laughing with us. You that's really great. Like. But uh, yeah, I think that's I think SPF, SPF is a good. Is that's a, good a great one because again, like it's the tech. It's yeah. You're using UV lights like you're idiots. Why do you not know that UV is harmful? Oh my god. Um, tech and legend of the year. I think we have the same answer here. So do I. So shall we say it together? Three, two, one. No, you've done the me. Oh, okay. Right. I see where you're coming from, I and I know you see where there. I'm coming from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Talk. Talk up, Neve. Oh, Neve got a load of awards. Yes, she sure did. Neve, she's always getting awards. She's great. She's very full. We, we this way that we don't need to give her a physical award. That's true. Yeah. That's true. She. She is. What's the? What's the? Highly commended. <laughs> she's highly commended like us not even a certificate <laughs> we're not highly commended no we're not we're not we're, <laughs> we're journalists not <laughs> Agony Rance was highly commended highly commended, yeah. highly commended. Um, yeah she is um, if I'm not mistaken image woman of the year uh, one of the magazines <laughs> Tatler maybe Tatler maybe both it was a glassy magazine yeah which I don't partake in them, but uh, <laughs> I don't partake. she's definitely a woman of the year yes. in my eyes. Yes. <laughs> and we had her on and she was amazing. She was great. And she put up with a lot of laughing from me, from the smart the, the, the smart and the not so smart robots. Um, and she's just great. Yeah. She's just, she's really she's had the, a great year. the forefront of robotics in Ireland. And she's a woman. She's amazing. As all women yeah. are. Really? So no, yeah. not all women. That's true. Not all <laughs> Hashtag women. Not all women. That's true. <laughs> I, could, I take it. Back. I could list some bitches if you <laughs> want me to. We can get into that. <laughs> we, have enough, we have enough. We have enough negative <laughs> answers and awards. Uh, Abeba Brahani is mine because uh, she's had a stellar year as she well. She also has had a We spoke year. to her last year. Yeah. And even then I already thought she was a superstar status, but yeah. now it's gone fucking outside the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. She was on the Time 100 list of AI influencers. Yeah. Uh she is now, as we mentioned in the main episode, a member of a UN advisory panel on AI and I'm so so glad that she is on that panel yeah. because she really is such an important voice on this stuff. Yeah. Um and that panel has a mix of people like Mira Marathi, the CTO yeah. of OpenAI is on that panel as well. Um so there's a mix of industry and like policy people, uh, but she's definitely going to bring that perspective that's much needed yeah. there from the work that she has done yeah. in bias um, and, and the push that she makes for like, let's make this stuff explainable and yeah. like interrogate your data and analyze your data and uh, cleanse your data, all this kind of stuff. And yeah. uh, I just, I'm a little bit obsessed with her. Oh yeah, me too. I can't admit it. Me too. And I know you interviewed her recently. I and did. I know I know we interviewed her, but you interviewed her this year and I'm like, oh, oh it was jealous. great. It was a joy, I have to say. You could check that out on Silicon Republic. Yeah. Yeah, that's live now. So yeah, that's good. it was between those two. Yeah. And there we go. That's interesting yeah. now. It's good that we have good options. I'm glad to we have from. different ones. Yeah, I am glad actually. I did I did suspect we might have landed on the same person, but we didn't. Uh favorite episode? I'm gonna start with mine because you kind of mentioned it. Mine is the robotics episode because I knew you were gonna be brought to tears <laughs> laughing in it. And I just I I know you get the joy of looking at and talking about the stupid robots, but I get joy in watching you breaking down as you do that. Yeah. That's my favourite episode. It's a joy. For that reason. Because it was so hard to pick a favourite episode. Yeah. So it was just more because of the vibe of that one where I just knew it was going to be a riot. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I had to pick that one. The vibe. I loved every episode though. The vibe of that one was a joy. Um, That was one of my favourites as well and I did note that. But also our first one of season two of Sex Tech. 
with Caroline West. That also had an excellent vibe to it. And yeah. it really kicked off our season as well. Yeah, two prudes talking about sex tech. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was great. Also, actually, I will give an honorary mention to um, our interview with Aoife Barry on social media and stuff. Um, I remember on the recording of that, that was hard work because we ended up talking so much and for Not the so recording. Long. The recording part is easy, Jenny. It's the edit afterwards. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you have to, I don't want to cut any of this out. It's all good stuff. Yeah. Which is why you Head Stuff Podcast community members get to listen to these extended cuts so that you never miss out on a single thing. Yeah. Because we had such good conversations. And why you wonderful people who are already listening to the podcast for free and are thinking just about making that leap. Great Christmas gift. Just saying if you've panicked and you haven't gotten someone something, a subscription to the Head Stuff Plus community is a great way to go because then you will hear that full interview and all the other wonderful interviews we have. Yeah. And all the other bonus content from the network, which yeah. is great. Uh, so what kind of things are we thinking about talking about next year? Jenny I think we're done I think the tech yeah, world I is done I don't think there's any more things we've sorted out tech yeah I think we're done uh, we'll right? move on to sorting out I don't know the world next we'll try we'll work on that yeah uh, speaking of which one of the topics that I think is going to come up next year is democracy yeah so a lot of elections taking place next year possibly an early election here yeah because uh, I think we're not due an election next year but everyone's thinking like there's gonna be one feel like I thought we um, were due one, but I, I thought it was 2025. Well, I, I could be wrong, but like those, those European Parliament elections is going to be presidential election in the states. Oh dear God! Yeah, uh, shit's going to hit the fan. Yeah, it's going to be a while. And this time is for... going to be taking place in the context of generative AI. Yeah, and, and social media going. If there's if there's further down the pan to go. And that's the other thing that I think is an interesting topic as well. Social media as a concept. And I think a lot of people in the media would benefit from uh, reckoning with this. It's not what it once was yeah. whatsoever. And th- you can't talk about this current context of social media the same way you spoke about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, TikTok is definitely leading the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I see a lot of commentators talking about like trending on TikTok and they're getting that information of it's being a trend that like they saw a video that their friend also saw. Yeah. It's not really constitution of a trend. TikTok isn't like the networks that we know before where it has, you know, trending topics and highlights things that are, you know, in their discovery page or whatever, like that's, you know, popular and trending. It doesn't actually operate like that. It's mm. a hyper personal yeah. social network. It's a whole different framework. And yeah. I don't think we've quite gotten a handle on talking about that correctly. Yeah. And it's definitely something I think is worth exploring in the new year. On a similar vein, um, something we kind of maybe touched on a few in a few different of our episodes, but like tech, tech, social media platforms, etc., and the media, the relationship with like actual traditional media and stuff. And mm. um, there's been a few things that have happened this year. I mean, Google said it wouldn't pay for news in Canada. Then Google paid for news in Canada because they had a big war and Canada won. Um, oh, Canada! Yeah, um, <laughs> well done. But there's like ramifications within the media in general and stuff and you know how media how news organizations promote their news how their news gets fed you know there's been a couple of reports this year about how much people are getting their news from social media now and again AI comes in writes up some shit that's where people are getting their news is that circumventing them definitely going to be used in newsrooms like you guys are probably using it Mm mm-hmm you yeah. have to have guidelines. We place. have guidelines. We yeah. have a policy. It's it's not used for writing articles. It's not used for writing anything that's published on the site. But, you know, you can't not have guidelines about these things. Yeah. You can't just... Because, yeah, because it could be a useful assistive 
tool. Yes. You know, speed yeah. things up uh, as long as you're willing to put the hard work in. Yeah. At the end of the day, like it doesn't do the job for you. Yeah. But it might make things a little bit faster. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely does. Yeah. Uh, any other topics you want to tackle? Um, I mean, I don't know if I want to because <laughs> it's grim and upsets me, but like facial recognition, mm. law enforcement, tech in general is an area that scares me. But yeah, I think I've it's actually, something that's... I've done loads of work on that this year yeah. in other areas, but not on for tech sake. Yeah. So yeah, that's something I definitely have to bring to the pod. Yeah, I think it's something that I like learned about that. a critical eye yeah. needs. I was at a conference where they sell that stuff and it was eye-opening. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. yeah, I learned a lot. Uh, hands-on demos are always shy, uh, famously, <laughs> yes. especially when it comes to tech. So it was good to see that, to see the reality of how yeah. this stuff works. And, you know, it's, you know, not, it's not how it works on CSI, <laughs> is all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Enhance. It's not I mean, that. fair. Yeah. <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> Any particular interviewees that you want to talk to next year? So last year, um, one of ours, two of ours, I think we talked about that we wanted was Patricia Scanlon and Neve Donnelly were definitely two. Woo! Check, check. Ticking boxes. Um, so I still want Dara Obreen. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. I still want Pedro Pascal, to be honest, yeah. if he's free. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to figure out, can I get Seema onto this podcast somehow? Oh my God. Can I engineer that. In I my feel own. like she would be well <laughs> up for that. Yeah, but can we make it relevant? <laughs> of course we can. We can do our best. We'll find a way. Um, we had Tech in the Arts as a sort of a podcast yeah. episode this year. We could do it again. We'll figure it out. She's an online sensation. I mean, like if if Pedro Pascal was free, we'd figure it out. We do you know what I mean? We absolutely so, would. I really, did in my job as a tech journalist interviewed Jessica Walter and Jeffrey Tambor. So like there's ways of making it work. Yeah. I'm not concerned about our ability <laughs> to make ridiculous guests relevant um, someone I do come across who I would love to interview is um, Alessandra Sala oh a, yes yes I have interviewed Alessandra yes Italian uh, computer scientist amazing oh, yeah. woman um, I think she'd be great she covers I mean like we're not going to not talk about AI again at some point obviously it's going to come yeah. up but like also just data privacy stuff like she's very like forefront of stuff like that so in terms of like I suppose slightly more realistic people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people list. who may actually be accessible yeah. to us. Um, Liz Carolyn is someone I would be interested in speaking to because I want to cover that area of democracy, and she's mm. a tech and democracy strategist. She really uh, very cleverly covers that intersection between tech and democracy, and I just find her work really fascinating. So yeah. if you're listening, Liz, <laughs> you'll be getting an email. <laughs> <laughs> reaching out because they I think they're doing some sort of campaign throughout 2024 aware of how much uh, big tech and democracy is going mm. to overlap in the yeah. next year so they're calling it the year of democracy yeah um, so watch that space uh, hopefully hear from Liz on yeah. the show in future um, and keep listening we'll be back sometime next year yeah for season three hopefully yeah woo um, but there won't be a season three if you don't keep supporting us yeah <laughs> so like and share and tell your friends and you know re-listen to some of your favourite episodes if you fancy it and tell your friends listen to those episodes yeah. too and tell us who would be your tech and agent of the year who would be your tech yeah. and legend of the year um, your favourite news stories all of that stuff because what we hear from you we can then feed into our plans yeah. for next year and we'd love to know more tell us I what th- you want us to yeah. cover and who you'd like to hear from and we'll we'll do our best yeah 
And shout out to Colm, who definitely gave us a recommendation last year that we didn't follow up on. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Colm. Maybe next season. Maybe next season. Keep listening <laughs> to find out. For Tech's Sake is a co-production from Silicon Republic and the Headstuff Podcast Network, hosted by Elaine Burke and Jenny Darmody. Thank you to Hilary Barry for production, Matt Mann and Dali for our graphics, Claudia Grandes for her social media support, and all at the Headstuff team. You can follow us at For Tech's Sake Pod on your platform of choice, or let us know what you think via For Tech's Sake Pod at gmail.com. As a Headstuff Plus community member, you get access to bonus content from across the network, so do check out some of our sister shows and give them your support. And we will see you in the new year for a whole new season. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.